Hey girl, welcome to the Hustlin' Mama podcast, where we're all about making your dreams reality. My name's Emily, and each week I'll be bringing you powerful motivation to help you tackle your goals in health, business, and motherhood. We are all about having fun, keeping it real, owning our struggles, and creating a life we freaking love. So let's lean in together and let's freaking do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to Hustlin' Mama. This is your host, Emily DiTulio, and holy cow, it's been a hot minute. I think the last episode I recorded was like two or three months ago, um, and life looks so much different now than it did the last time I recorded. Um, I am coming at you right now, sitting on my couch, snuggling with my sweet baby girl who is a month old, um, Miss Evelyn Marie. She was born on December 28th. Um, at the time I'm recording this, she will be a month old in just four days. And it is crazy to me to think that we have had her for almost a whole month. It feels like one, she just got here. And also, like, we've had her as part of our lives forever. Um, I just can't imagine that we ever did life without her. And if you're a mom, maybe you understand that feeling. Um, I know I felt the same way when Garrett was born. Like, I couldn't imagine that we ever did life without him. And now it just feels like that much more of, like, this is how our life was supposed to be with both of these sweet little babies here with us. Um of course, I'm not going to make it sound like it's all rainbows and sunshine. Like we've had our hard days, um, especially the past couple days have been a little rough here, um, but we are making it through. We're doing the best that we can. And sometimes that's all you can do, especially in these transition seasons when things feel a little bit weird and you're just trying to figure it out. And there's a lot of change happening at once. Uh, maybe you're in a season like that. Even if you didn't just have a new baby, it can be really, really hard to navigate and it can feel really weird and frustrating and stressful and amazing. And like the best thing that's happening all at the same time. Uh, there's just a lot of emotions involved and I want to give you the reminder that I've needed a lot lately um, to just give yourself some grace and to know that you're doing better than you probably are giving yourself credit for um, and that it's okay if you feel off right now and that it's going to get better. It's not going to feel like this forever. You're going to find your flow. It's all going to be exactly how it's meant to be. So just wanted to start off with that little reminder in case you needed it. Um, I wanted to come on here and share my birth story with Miss Evelyn. I've had a couple people ask to hear it, and I just figured doing a podcast episode would be the easiest way. So I want to just jump in because she's going to need to wake up to eat soon. So we are going to knock out this birth story before I need to feed the babe. And if I have to pause and finish recording later, that is just what we're going to do. We are leaning into the season of flexibility right now and being okay that like a lot of things are not happening all at once, which usually stresses me out. Um, but the fact that I'm having to like take breaks and finish things later and do them in pieces and it looks really messy but as long as it gets done who cares so (laughs) let's just dive in and talk about our birth story so I had a really really rough time the last like month of pregnancy because in my head I really truly thought that she was going to be here early. Like I thought she was going to be like close to a month early. I really was like, oh, uh, we're not going to get to my due date, let alone get past it. I was like dead set 
on the fact that she was going to be here early. And I was so uncomfortable. Like, I just, I wanted her to be here early. I just wanted to not be pregnant anymore. And part of me felt really guilty for feeling that way. Um, if you've been following my journey for a while, you know that my husband and I had a really hard time getting pregnant with Garrett. Um, and like being pregnant with Garrett, I felt great. Like I had, so I feel like I had a lot of energy. Um, I was like working out, going for walks every day, like doing all of the things. And I felt so good. Um, this time around, I did not feel as great. I didn't have as much energy. I was in a lot of pain. Um, so I wasn't able to work out and move my body as much. And I also was like, chasing around a toddler the whole time I was pregnant so that was just exhausting and this pregnancy just felt so different and I was so grateful like I we wanted to have her obviously um and I remember trying to get pregnant it didn't take us as long as it took us to get pregnant with Garrett but it felt like forever because like we knew that we wanted to get pregnant and it for a couple months it wasn't happening I was having a lot of those feelings come back up um from when we were struggling to get pregnant with Garrett and like that was a really emotional time and then to also like not be feeling great during pregnancy I felt so guilty about it um on top of not feeling great and just being exhausted all the time so I was having all those emotions I was re freaking ready for her to be here um she decided she wanted to be fashionably late because babies make up their own mind and she was not going to be rushed okay so it was um we ended up being induced at um, 41 weeks. My doctor's office doesn't let anybody go to 42 weeks. And honestly, I kind of had to push them a little bit to let me go to 41 weeks. Um, so just kind of a disclaimer, if you know you want something, don't be afraid to ask for it. Um, I know with Garrett, I was too afraid to speak up on some things during my pregnancy that I would have liked to have done a certain way. And this time around, I did use my voice a little bit more and it felt better to have more um, control and have like more say in what was happening. So that's my first like disclaimer is don't be afraid to ask for what you want and to speak up and to not just go along with things because your doctor is telling you to do it. Um, do your research, do what feels good for you and your body. Of course, take what they're saying into consideration because obviously they like, went to school for this. They know what they're doing, um, but you also get to have a say in your healthcare as well. So that's my first little caveat. But anyway, we ended up having to be induced at 41 weeks and I was induced with Garrett as well. He also wanted to take his time. Um, with Garrett, I was induced on my due date. So anyway, jump forward to being induced with uh, Miss Evelyn. Going in, I really, really thought the induction was going to be exactly like it was with Garrett. So with Garrett, we went in, um, we went in the night before. They told us they were going to start the induction, but they didn't. Um, started until the next morning so we had stayed up all night waiting for them to induce me with Garrett and then they gave me so I don't even remember the name of it but it was something to help thin my cervix um and then once they gave me that my contractions kind of started on their own uh I didn't feel them until they broke my water but the contractions started on their own and they decided I didn't need Pitocin because my labor was progressing from whatever they gave me to thin my cervix um so going into being induced with Evelyn I just expected it to be the exact same way. I um, didn't prioritize like taking a nap that night, that day, because I was like, oh, I'll be able to sleep at the hospital. Like they're not going to start anything until the morning. Like I'll be able to sleep all night and it'll be great because we aren't going to have a toddler waking us up in the middle of the night. And um, I'm not, I'm not going to need a nap. Like um, it's going to be fine. So that was mistake number one um, is 
just assuming it was going to go exactly the same way. So we went in, they actually got everything started that evening. Um, but I don't know why they didn't give me whatever they gave me before to thin my cervix. I think maybe I was already thinned enough that they didn't need to. Um, so they just started me on the Pitocin right away. And as soon as they said they were going to put me on Pitocin, I just looked at Greg and was like, I was so upset. I was like, I did not want to get Pitocin um, because my goal was to give birth naturally again. I did it with Garrett and honestly, it was so smooth. Like I didn't feel like it was anything like intense. Like it was obviously it was intense. It was one of the most intense things I've ever done. Um, but I don't remember like being in a lot of pain. I don't remember it being like unbearably painful. I just remember like, yeah, it was uncomfortable. It didn't feel great. Um, but it also was like a beautiful moment of feeling really strong and empowered and like proud of my body. And I was afraid that the Pitocin was going to make that harder because I've heard, I had heard that it makes the contractions a lot worse. And I was really worried about being able to manage the pain without any pain medicine because I really didn't want, um, I didn't want the epidural. I didn't want pain medicine. If you did get those things, like no shame at all. It was just a personal choice. Like that is how I wanted to do it again. Um, so I got the Pitocin and then I just started Googling, which probably wasn't the best idea. I probably should have waited until I was done, but I wanted to know. I wanted to like have in my mind, like what, what is this going to do? What is it going to feel like? I just wanted to be prepared. Um, thank you anxiety. If you have anxiety, you know. Um, so I was looking it up and basically it was saying like, um, the Pitocin blocks the oxytocin. I can't really say this word. So if you know what I'm trying to say, you know, it, the Pitocin blocks the oxytocin that your body produces when you have contractions. So basically when your body has contractions, your brain is also producing oxytocin, which helps like just kind of give you like a feel good boost, I guess, with the contraction. Um, and I think that's why with Garrett, like everything just kind of felt like I was in a fog. Like looking back, I don't like I don't remember the pain. I just remember like, yes, we did it and it was fine. Uh, and then he was here and it was amazing. So I was kind of like mentally prepared for like, okay, like I'm not going to have that feel good feeling. Like I'm really going to have to focus on this picture I have in my head of Garrett coming to the hospital, meeting his sister and it just being this beautiful moment. Like I was really like locked in on that image of like, this is what I'm going to focus on to get me through. Um, and then the contraction started. <laughs> they started probably around like two or three in the morning. So I was like kind of trying to get some sleep, but I couldn't really just because like hospital beds are uncomfortable. I was feeling anxious about what I knew was going to happen. Um, uh, and just like all that stuff, I was having a really hard time settling down. Um, uh, and then I started to feel the contractions and I was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to be sleeping because these are like not comfortable. So I really just spent the evening watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and uh, working through some of those minor contractions, which they weren't awful yet, but they were uncomfortable. So that was kind of how the evening went up until about um, probably like six-ish in the morning. It was just me like watching some TV, having some contractions every now and then. Um, and then around six-ish, they started to get more intense and I kind of knew labor was progressing. Um, and I asked the nurse, I was like, I really would love to get in the shower if I can. When I had, uh, when I labored with Garrett, I spent most of the time laboring in the shower and that really helped the pain. Um, uh, if you ever want to give birth naturally, just a tip, getting in the shower was 
amazing and just having like the hot water hit my back and all that stuff it really helped me manage the pain and that was my plan this time was to just spend the whole time in the shower as like as soon as I start having painful contractions I just want to be in the shower and I don't want to leave until I have to push that was my plan going in um that did not happen which we'll kind of get into so I asked the nurse if I could get in the shower and um, she kind of said like, well, you have to stay on the Pitocin. So we would need to like wrap your arm up so that your IV doesn't get wet and all that stuff. Um, the new doctor is coming in in about like 45 minutes. Let's just hold out, talk to the new doctor after the shift change, see what she wants to do. Um, and then we can get you in the shower. Like she just, I guess, wanted to run it by the doctor first. Um, and I was like, okay, that sounds great. Like I can last 45 more minutes. No big deal. Um, and then while we were waiting for the doctors to change shifts, uh, my water broke, which was interesting. So with Garrett, my water didn't break. They had to break my water for me. Um, so when my water broke, I was like, oh, like that's what it feels like. I spent my whole like last month of pregnancy thinking that my water broke anytime that I like kind of felt like maybe it might've broken. I was like, was that my water? Was that my water? Like, how do you know? And then it happened in the hospital and I was like, oh, that's how you know, like, this is what it feels like. So my water broke. Uh, and then after that happened, I like got checked a couple times and the, the doctors pretty much said like, you're going to progress really quickly. Like you're probably going to have this baby within an hour. Um, so we don't want you to get in the shower because like it like could have happened. Like, I guess I could have gone into labor at any minute. So I didn't get to get in the shower. I just had to labor. Like I did a lot of like standing and leaning over the bed, sitting on the yoga ball, uh, they tried to get me to use the peanut and I just was like, absolutely not. It was so painful. Um, if you use the peanut while you're in labor, I think you are a superhero because I hated the peanut ball both times. I was like, I can't do this. Please don't make me. So they didn't. Um, but they gave me some other positions that they recommended that kind of did the same thing that the peanut ball does. So really it was just a lot of laboring in different positions to work through the contractions. And can I just say, like, the contractions with the Pitocin were so painful. Like, I didn't make any, like, noises with my contractions at all when I had Garrett. Uh, I Like, I didn't struggle to remember to breathe or anything like that. Um, this time around, I really had a rough time with, like, remembering to breathe and thinking that I could, like, I had a lot of, like, self-doubt of, like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to do this? Um, I think I squeezed the crap out of Greg's hand, like, a hundred times because, like, I was just so uncomfortable. Um, and I think even, like, he was a little, like, freaked out. Not, like, freaked out, but, um, feeling, like, stressed and, like, upset that he couldn't help me with anything. So, uh, like, I don't know, like, you, if you know, if you talk to your husband or whatever, your partner after you've had a baby, like, he said just seeing me in pain was really hard. Um, because last time, like, even the nurses were like, like, you couldn't tell that you were having a baby, like, you were just so calm. Um, so, like, I think both of us expected that to be how it went this time and me to just be calm and to handle it. And I think I went in to have Evelyn a little overconfident because like I barely practice any breathing and I was just like, I've done this before. I've got this. We know what we're doing. It'll be fine. Um, and then the contractions with the Pitocin hit and I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Um, but eventually after me kind of nagging the doctors a couple of times, I was like, I want to push, I want to push. And they kept telling me, you're not ready. You're not ready. You need to wait just a little bit longer. And I was just like, 
please, like eventually I was like, please just let me push this baby out. Like I am ready to be done. Like I don't want to do this anymore. Let's just get the show on the road. So I think eventually they were like, okay, fine. Like, okay, fine. You are ready enough. Let's just do it. Um, so I start, I pushed for, I don't even know, maybe 45 minutes, I think. Um, and then she was here. And it sounds so easy when you say it like that. So uh, I didn't end up having to have an episiotomy because her shoulder got a little stuck. Uh, but they said it wasn't like, it wasn't stuck for very long and she was totally fine, which was great. Um, but I was like, I didn't really even realize it happened. They just asked me if they could do it. And I was like, I don't, whatever you have to do to get this baby out, I don't care. Um, so recovery has been a lot harder this time around. I think because of that episiotomy, I had just been like really sore and I felt like I was moving so slow. Um, and Greg and like my mom and my sister had to keep reminding me, like you didn't have this done last time. Like that is why recovery feels different. It's probably why you're in so much pain. Like give yourself some grace, take it slow, let yourself heal. Um, which I was really, really struggling with, but Anyway, that was a little side tangent. Anyway, I pushed for about 45 minutes and then she was here and she's perfect and amazing and the cutest little baby in the whole wide world. Um, and yeah, it was hard. I mean, I think giving birth to her was the hardest thing I've ever done just because I was in, in so much pain while I was doing it. Um, I did end up giving birth naturally, though, well, as naturally as you can with having Pitocin. So I ended up not having any painkillers or uh, like the epidural or anything, which is what I wanted. Um, even though most of the birth didn't go how I had envisioned it or how I thought it was going to go. And I felt a little like upset about that at first. Like I felt like some of like the feel good, um, like magical moments that I had while I was laboring with Garrett weren't really there because I was just in so much pain. Um, and because I think the Pitocin blocked some of those like chemicals from my brain, but all in all, she's here and that like that moment when they put your baby on your chest after you just went through like hell to get them here is the best feeling in the whole wide world and I was just so happy that she was here safe and here like in general because she made us wait a little while she made us wait a little while but it was totally worth it to have her here with us and to just be um officially a family of four and to see like Greg with her and to see my mom with her and my sister and like um Garrett ended up not meeting her at the hospital because we were only there one night which was wild like I expected to be there a couple of days and the fur like the next day so we spent the night after she was born um and then I think we spent the night one more night maybe I don't even think we did I think we just spent the night the night she was born and then they told us that we could go home and I was like wait what like I was not expecting this um but it all worked out I think it was a little rough the next day going home uh when she was only like two or three two days old um I think there's something I read something called like there's like second night syndrome for babies where they just like don't sleep and we definitely experienced that at home I think it would have been nicer to have experienced that in the hospital where there wasn't also a toddler running around um but now we know for next time because they did give us the option if we wanted to stay or if we wanted to leave because they knew that we had a baby um a baby at home um Garrett and I was like, yeah, we should probably go home. Like I wanted him to meet her and stuff. So we went home uh, and then we got home and I was like, yeah, we probably should have stayed one more day. <laughs> I think I would do that differently next time um, is take advantage of staying the extra day. But 
it all worked out. I mean, exactly how it was supposed to. I believe everything works out exactly how it's supposed to. And um, I definitely know I'm stronger from it and um, kind of just learned that even though something went a certain way the first time does not mean that's how it's going to go the second time and to really be prepared for anything. I think that was my biggest takeaway was um, I went in in a little overconfident about how things were going to go and then they didn't go according to plan, Um, but they did work out, like I said, as I believe exactly as they were supposed to uh, because she's here and perfect. So I um, hope that this kind of gives you a little inspiration. One, if you want to have a natural birth, or I mean, really just if you're going to give birth at all to know that you can freaking do it and that yes, it's hard and it's going to be uncomfortable as crap. Um, but you can do it and you are stronger than your fears and your anxiety and you are stronger than the pain. You can make it happen any way that you want to. Um, and to just be maybe prepared for some unexpectedness thrown into the mix, but to know that like any way that it happens is going to be beautiful and perfect and magical in its own way. Um, even if it's not according to your plan or exactly how you think it's going to be, um, you can do it mama. You're strong. And with that, I am going to hop off of here because I need to feed little girl. Um, but I hope that you are having a great day and, um, that this kind of provides you a little motivation, inspiration for your own birth story. Um, and if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I am totally an open book with this kind of stuff. I am happy to answer any and all questions that you might have about mom life, childbirth, natural childbirth, anything like that. Um, don't hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram. My info is in the show notes, uh, but I hope that you have a great day and I will chat with you next time. Until then, keep on hustling. That was my alarm if you just heard it to feed Evelyn. So definitely means it's time for us to hop off. Have a great day. Chat with you next time.